Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode with Talk on Topics. I'm here with Dr. Mike, who is the founder of Hearts and the Family. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Without further ado, Dr. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Dr. Lowe. It's, it's cultural, and it's wonderful to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to our, our virtual world out there, uh, and thanks for being here with us. Thank you. Happy New Year to you as well. So, Dr. Mike, tell us a little about tell us a little bit about Hearts and Family and what you all do. Okay, Hearts and the Family is a virtual uh, based organization that's focused on helping heart patients uh, deal with the scourge of cardiovascular disease, as well as all issues that affect the family, whether that's uh, lifestyle issues, stress-related issues, healthy eating, anything that, that impacts the family um, also has, has a bearing on, on a heart patient. So we, we, everyone kind of approaches uh, issues differently. We approach uh, cardiovascular disease by looking at the patient first and then family because one of the things that we do know, Coach, is as you well know that Heart disease, uh, like many other diseases, it doesn't just affect that individual. It affects their family. Uh, when, when a person goes down with heart disease, a whole lot of people uh, feel the pain of it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Tell us about your journey. Uh, I uh, had a triple bypass back in 2011. And um, I have, a, like many people who deal with this, I have, have, have a history of heart disease. And one of the things that um, uh, one day I was going to work and I, I had this pain uh, in my chest and it was a little bit unusual. And uh, like most, most men, most people, I'm going to work and I'm like, yeah, you just ignore those things. But uh, God sometimes puts... Uh, people in our path that we don't know how they're going to help us. And I had a boss I didn't get along with. He was, he, I, I just felt he was a jerk. He probably felt the same way about me. And on the day that I had this pain, I thought, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to look after Mike. So I went to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And immediately when I got in the hospital, they, and, and I was 54 at the time, and I said, I'm African-American male. I got chest pain, zip, zippos, dolly. They rushed me in, run tests, and, and, and did a lot of things for me, uh, all to come back to say, well, your, your blood pressure is a little bit elevated, but we don't see anything wrong with you. Yeah. And I said, well, that's strange. Um, but we're going to send you to another cardiologist to get some follow-up work. And so uh, over, the next, over the next month or so, I ran through a, a series of tests. And finally, two months later, I'm talking to another cardiologist who's been through all these tests and everything. And she says, well, Mike, we can't find anything wrong with you. I mean, you just you need to lose some weight, but there's nothing wrong with you. And I says, well, doctor, me standing here right next to you on a scale of one to 10, I'm about a seven and a half. Mm. She goes, okay, let's, let's just go in and look at your heart. Let's shoot some dye in there. A cath procedure and see what we find out. Well, it turns out I had uh, I didn't have a, a heart attack or anything like that, but I had three arteries that were severely blocked. Wow. Uh, and so 
what I would have been like so many heart patients uh, who don't pay attention to that and, and could have been the guy that comes home, maybe cuts the grass, sits on the dinner table and I'm out, I'm out, you know, I'm gone. And, and you hear that story all, all the time where people, they just, well, they didn't know anything was wrong and then they just checked out. So that would have been my story. I say that most particularly because more than anything else, you always have to advocate for your own health. You know your body better than anyone else. And if something's wrong, you need to find out what it is. Uh, so after, after that, I, I went through, uh, had had my surgery. And again, um, uh, God puts angels in our way. In this, in this particular case, it was my, my older sister. Because as soon as they told me I needed heart surgery, immediately I thought, you know, I saw something like this on 60 Minutes. These guys are probably just going to do this surgery so they can go on a vacation to Jamaica or someplace like that, right? It was that the denial that came along with it. Uh, and, of course, my sister uh, told me in only a way a, a big sister can. She called me an idiot. And she said, look, our whole family has heart disease. The reason they want to work on you now is because you're strong enough to have the surgery and, and have positive outcomes from it. Mm. So, so we did, we went through the surgery, everything came out well. And, um, and that was my journey. Uh, and, and at the time um, I was do, I had just started doing some research on the financial impact of male depression mm -hmm. on family. That was going to be my dissertation. Mm. And once I had uh, went through the heart surgery, it kind of changed my perspective because uh, along that journey, one of the things that, that I was concerned with is I, I, I had someone that came along to help me out. A gentleman came in from a group called Mended Hearts, and he got mm -hmm. me out the second day uh, for my surgery, and he talked about this great organization that focuses on helping um people deal with heart disease and their caregivers. So, uh, and the difference was it's a peer-to-peer, -peer, a peer support network. So he also had heart surgery. And mm -hmm. so he knew what it was like. Uh, and, and oftentimes people who have been through something, um, the, our, our surgeons, our medical care team, they're fantastic. But they've not been on the sharp end of a scalpel before. They don't know what it's like to be in that bed, uh, to experience some of the pain, some of the fears uh, that that go along with that process. So uh, I was very grateful for them. Uh, but that that spurred me to think, well, gosh, how come I'm how come I'm not seeing more black men coming along and helping you know helping other helping me through the process? And so that was that was part of my my journey and my dissertation. Uh, my research uh, was to find out why um, uh, why people do volunteer, what do they get from from doing volunteer work, uh, and um, um, one of the things that that was most interesting uh, in doing the research is that people uh, people volunteer, people who volunteer, they do it be, one because we want to help, uh, but two, it also makes us better patients. Yeah. You know, if, 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 if I go in and see somebody in the hospital 
uh, I'm reminded that if I'm not compliant with my medication, if I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to be, I'm going to be right back in that situation. Wow. One of the other things that, that uh, uh, when, I, when I meet with heart patients, one of the things I always like to do, particularly if it's a man, uh, because men, we have a tendency to want to lay blame somewhere else. And usually it's at the feet of our wives. And, and I'll, I'll tell them, this says, look, your situation is, is your responsibility. It's not your wife's fault. It's not anybody else's fault. You're in that position because of things, choices that you made, um, things in your DNA that you, you may not be able to control, but that's why you're, you're there. So don't, don't blame your wife. She didn't put you here. Okay. Wow. Um, and um, we also talk about, uh, I also have some conversation with the wife, or if my wife is with me uh, on that visit, she'll, she may speak to the spouse uh, and just kind of tell them some of the things that, that they have to deal with uh, concerning heart, uh, heart disease and, and the recovery process. Is this through your website that people can find that type of support where they can speak to someone like your wife and yourself? They they can reach out to us there. I I would also recommend that, uh, again, the, the group that I was working with at the time, mendedhearts.com, that they, they go to that website. Uh, American Heart Association also provides good support, but Mended Hearts specifically tunes in to the caregiver uh, and, and and does the peer support uh, in a very special kind of way. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you for and, sharing that. And if they go, and if you go to my website, uh, there's information to refer you along that path. Uh, I also will coach with individuals and kind of coach them through the process uh, because there, it, it's, it's, there's a lot of things to getting back to, to a healthy lifestyle, healthy position. So I heard you say that you've done a lot of research research on heart disease. Um, could you share a little bit about what 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 could you share a little bit about some of the findings you found around the causes of heart disease? I, well, not so much. My my work was more on why uh, why people volunteer to support or their, their peer support volunteers. What, what motivates someone to go into that room to talk to patients? Are the, uh, what, do they, what do they get out of volunteering to, to pull someone through that process? Okay. Now, of interest, one of the most interesting things I found in that research was particularly for, for men, uh, African-American men, was we have a great, institutionally, we have a great distrust of institutional medicine, right? Mm. Um, the Tuskegee experiments still linger in, in our mind. Um, uh, oftentimes I'll go in uh, and talk to a, a, a patient and he, he might say quite honestly, he's scared that they're going to steal his heart. They're going to, they're going to get him in there and kill him and, and take his organs. And, and, and so we try and work through some of those fears that people may have Um one of the other things I did find with the research, and if you, you'll, you, you may appreciate this, is uh, oftentimes uh, when people have, have heart disease, um, they may not be 
they're they're afraid of what what's going on. They may say, "Gosh, I don't, I don't know how how to deal with this." And this this doctor, who doesn't look like me, is not from my community, uh, maybe a female, um, is telling me oh, I need to lose weight and I need to do all these other other kinds of things. But they don't know me. They don't they don't know anything about me, and so the a peer support person that can come along and I can look at that man and say, I've walked in the same path that you have. I know some of the stressors that you feel. I know what it's like to, to, to go back home and and uh, and try and, and change to a healthy lifestyle. Um, and that that comforts them, that gives that patient a, a, a sense of hope that well, guys, this guy was on the bed and he got through it. I can too. I can too. Thank you. I have a question. For someone possibly struggling with heart failure or disease right now, what are some of the fears that you struggle with and how did you overcome those fears? How did you find the strength to press on and even you know, go as deep as to research and create um, a website that now is tailored towards helping people with this same sickness or illness, excuse me. Well, again, one of the things uh, when, when you discover you have heart disease um, and, and you go through the period of denial and, and some of the emotions that come through that, um, a lot of times people feel like my life is over. Yeah. Um, and, if, if, and if you have a history a family history of heart disease, you think, oh gosh, grandpa died of it, big mom died of it, my uncle Billy died from it, and now I got it. Won't be long, you know, I'm going to die from it too. So there's almost a sense of helplessness. Mm. And the, the fact is, the technology continues to improve in remarkable ways. And we're able to do things uh, with, with folks that we couldn't do. Uh, 30, 30 or 40 years ago. I know, for example, my father suffered with heart disease. They didn't even have a simple thing as Lipitor when he was coming through. So so a lot of the things that we do now with, with, with pharmaceuticals and, 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 and uh, surgical techniques can extend a person's life uh, immensely if they're willing to engage. And uh, so... As I, as I often say, our, our medical community, there's, there's some of the best body mechanics that we have. They can, they can you go into the shop, they're gonna, they can fix your body. Uh, the challenge, though, is the software. We've got to go back and work on that software. And whether that, that comes from, from, from our, our faith, our, our beliefs, uh, it comes from from overcoming those fears that come along with facing uh, a life-altering situation like heart disease. Where did you find the motivation after your healing to then create this website and these tools for other persons? Thanks for asking that. Um, Heart disease um, killed my father. Mm. Three of my brothers, uh, they all died before the age of 65. Wow. Uh, and I have, uh, I have another brother 
uh, who just turned 65, and, and we're all, you know, I'm glad that he's he's kind of breaking that, that curve. Uh, I also am very focused on beating the odds uh, mm. and doing whatever I can to overcome uh, the heart disease. And I, I can tell you, you know, just a quick sidebar, doing very, very well with it until COVID-19. And um, COVID-19, um, not only that, that it, it, it attacks people and kills people, but it's done one of the worst things for heart patients is we don't, we don't go out and circulate as much because we don't want to catch the disease. But since we don't go out and circulate as much, we've gained weight. We're not working out as much. So all the things that, that could, could hurt us indeed are hurting us uh, through this process. So, uh, so it was your family history that inspired you to do something about this. And yeah. okay, I love that. I love that. What tips and tools could you share with the audience about reorganizing their mindset in order to reach their health goals? I heard you say it, it's about the manufacturing, right? It's about, it's about the software. It's about software, the, excuse me, that's right. It's about changing, changing uh, in some cases, the way we believe, the way that we look at things. One of the things I found in my research, which was, which was eye-opening for me, uh, uh, and, and, and insulted my wife when I told her, but um, uh, particularly for men dealing with heart disease, uh, if uh, one, one of the related factors that, that, that shows up often with heart disease is erectile dysfunction uh, because it's a, it's a circulatory issue. Um, and so if the, if the healthcare team doesn't somehow work into, that, into the conversation that, that indeed if you're struggling with that, uh, oftentimes correcting your lifestyle, getting the surgery will restore your masculinity. Mm, wow. Okay. It, 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 it will help bring you back. It will improve that part of your lifestyle. Well, once you tell a guy that, well, I'm all, hey, I'm all, <laughs> say I'm all in. Yeah. Okay. Now, my wife, when I told her, when I told her, she's like, are you kidding? That's all you guys do is think about sex. <laughs> sex, 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 sex. And I said, I said, that's not true. It, it, it's, it's, it's our ability to feel like a man. I said, I said, if that was the case, when women are dealing with breast cancer and she's 50 years old beyond uh, childbearing years, why is it so important for her to get reconstructive surgery? Oh, because she needs to feel like a woman. Well, absolutely, it's the same thing. We, you know, we we all want to feel that feel our gender. We want to feel Mufasa wants to roar like Mufasa. He, you know, we would be the Lion King. So, yeah. uh, so that that was an important finding uh, that, that came came out of my work. Thank you for sharing. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so I heard, Doctor Mike, you're also an author. Could you share a little bit about the literature you've written on? Sure. I've I um, I've um, in addition to the dissertation, I do some work with a group out of Louisville, Kentucky, called the Professional Woman Network. And most recently, uh, I've done about eight books with them on self, very self-help topics, uh, ranging from 
a young man's guide to personal success, um, uh, living um, uh, a single lifestyle, uh, do's and don'ts of dating. Most recently, um, about two years ago, we did a, 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 um, a book called The Total Woman, uh, and it was a health guide. And I wrote a, a chapter in there on all the things that a man wants a woman to know about heart disease. Mm. Because, again, when we're going through that, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say, but most, if you ask most women, they'll say, well, well, guys don't talk. We don't tell you what's on their mind. You, you ask us a question, we'll give you two answers and a grunt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and oftentimes, it's not that we, we don't have emotions and not that we're in touch with them, but it's so un, unlike, like many women, we're not used to getting in touch with those emotions. And so it's difficult for us to tell you what's going on, how, some of the things that we're feeling. Uh, and so the, the I, I just talked about, you know, these are some things we, we want you to understand why we're going through uh, heart disease and, and when we're going through that process, what it looks like, what it looks like um, uh, at different stages of our life uh, dealing with that. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Mike. Uh, I also, if I may, may I? I yes, uh, please. Yeah, I'm going to share with you. This was me um, 10 years ago. A handsome guy, huh? Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That was right after my surgery. And the one thing, um, when I, I look at that, when I look at that guy and I look at this guy, uh, one of the biggest changes is separate of the weight, which, uh, again, we, we've got to get that. That's always a, a constant battle for, for heart patients. Mm -hmm. I was relatively, again, in this picture, I was stress-free. Yeah. I, I I was under the care of a physician, uh, the cardiologist. I didn't, I wasn't at work at the time. So I didn't have the daily pressures of, of family, of job, of, of, of community mm -hmm. that, that weighs on us. And so for, for, uh, and I was sleeping, you know, again, mm -hmm. uh, getting enough sleep is critical, uh, not just for heart patients, but for everyone. Yeah. So, you said getting enough sleep is critical. I felt like you wanted to say something else. <laughs> well, there, there, I, I, I felt I was getting a little bit long in the tooth. No! <laughs> I, 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 but, I mean, if you want to end there. No, I no, I, 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 can, I can run my mouth quite a bit. But, no, um, uh, getting enough sleep, getting the, the proper diet. Uh, and, and that's a tough one because there, there, there is a... A, a whole food industry that spends billions of dollars a year trying to figure out how to make me pick up that bag of potato chips, how to make me buy that ice cream, how to make me make a right turn into that drive uh, that drive-through to get some French fries and, and a cheeseburger. Yeah, especially when it's more affordable up compared to the blueberries, the greens. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. it's a catch twenty-two. How? What would you suggest for someone struggling with discipline, struggling to make those right choices so that they can lead a healthy life? The first thing, um, don't blame yourself for the past. You can't you can't fix the mm. past? Yeah. Try you, you try and make the best decision 
every day that you get when you decide to put something in your mouth make the best decision you can at that time um uh because what you do tomorrow we don't know if tomorrow's going to come what you did yesterday you can't fix right now make the best decision that you can um and uh it's 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 a daily battle yeah. one at a time yeah wow. thank you so much dr mike you've shared so much wisdom with us so many tools and encouragement um i'd love for the audience anyone who's interested in reaching out wanting to know more information about what it is that you do or wanting to um possibly purchase your books where can people reach you at do you have a website um instagram yeah. Yes, please connect with me at heartsandthefamily.com. Heartsandthefamily.com. Uh, and we'll respond to you and then get you. If I can't help you directly, we'll get you pushed in, in, uh, in, in a direction uh, to get you some help. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You guys heard it. Reach out to Dr. Mike with your health and wellness concerns. And if he doesn't have the answers, he's got the resources. And, 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 and also, also, so important, um, family members that are dealing with heart disease or de dealing with someone who, who has a heart disease, call us, talk to us, because you need support, too. Oftentimes, the patient gets, they get all, all the support they need, but it's that caregiver. It's that caregiver. And, and, and Coach, if I could tell you... Um, my, my wife shared with me the, the most frightening experience for her was the first day I came home from the hospital. Mm. And, and, and I said, well, well, why? I mean, I was the one that was sick. She goes, right. They, send me, they sent you home with a book of instructions. I was so scared that, this is my wife talking, she goes, I was so scared that I may have missed something, that, that I, I wouldn't have caught something, and I didn't know who to call. I didn't, I didn't have any support. And, and so that's why it's so important that we support those caregivers because they do have questions and they have a critical job. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that tidbit. You guys heard it. If you're looking for support, if you're looking for answers and resources, reach out to Dr. Mike at, the, at heartsandthefamily.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Mike. Talk on topics.